0: cliffcentral.com.
1: Let us turn our attention to the, uh, the great Jean-Jacques Cornish, who joins us from Pretoria. Hello, Jean-Jacques, how are you? I'm immensely well, and it's very kind of you to ask. Well, I mean, we, we, we're always interested in how well you are, because you are the, the person we rely on to tell us about the rest of Africa. And if it wasn't for you, how would we bloody find out? Because no one else is giving us nearly the in-depth coverage that we want on our neighborhood.
0: I think, I, I think you have been guilty of some misinformation. Grady Mantas cannot possibly be from boxburg he is. i don't know where you got that in from well with that underbite <laughs> how does he wear a gum guard? and have you met anyone from boxburg without the gum god
1: oh that's exactly right but i promise you it's true yeah. that's that's where he even went to vote yesterday so unless he's lying to us about where he really lives maybe he's got another house somewhere else that he actually lives in but as far as we can tell he's in boxburg so jean-jacques um <laughs> So South Africa uh, going through its, its election yesterday and obviously the rest of the world uh, watching us with uh, some interest, but it's not like the 94 election interest. And I'm sure that um, there are many reasons that we, we should be more interested in this election uh, than in previous ones, because this is about service delivery and all that stuff. But the rest of Africa, do they really care about what we're up to here or have they sort of lost interest no. in us as well? Not
0: local elections, certainly not. I have to say I couldn't interest my French clients in uh, local elections. they we, yeah. weren't interested. I really. pitched them a massive piece and they just went, yeah, okay. Right. And, uh, you know, sad, sad, very sad because, you know, I think it's very interesting. That the low turnout, well, you always get lower turnouts in local elections. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if uh, the more coalitions it creates, the healthier that will be for our democracy. But, uh, you know, we're talking about today about one of our best friends in Africa, Algeria, which, you know, as a young r- journalist at the United Nations, I remember the part, very leading role that Algeria took in the anti-apartheid struggle. And then when Morocco finally uh, invaded uh, the Western Sahara, uh, Algeria took up with the Sahrawi and to this day uh put them up and uh support them and in fact in 1976 fought a brief war with Morocco over um the Western Sahara. Uh and they're bigger and stronger and healthier economically country than than Morocco so Morocco backed down from that one and sure. right now they've cut diplomatic ties. The border's been closed for years. They've cut diplomatic ties. They maintain that Morocco uh, is uh, using Israeli spyware against them and that they are supporting Morocco because Morocco uh, they support the Sahrawi. Morocco counters this by supporting separatist groups in uh, Algeria. Well, you know, you get separatist groups in every African country. Right. And in Algeria, where there was corruption and where there was some oppression of the Berbers, well, that seems to have stopped. You do get separatist groups and the Moroccans decided, well, okay, you support uh, the Sahrawi independence, we'll support that. And the uh, Algerians have had enough, and they cut diplomatic ties in August. And uh, uh, now they have stopped. The, they've stopped sending gas. It's the fifth largest, uh, tenth largest oil producer mm. in the world. Uh, it's also the tenth largest country, and it's the largest country in Africa. Twice the size of South Africa. Really? The populations. Yeah, uh, twice uh... the size. I'm, and I'm, uh, uh, with a population slightly smaller than Africa, uh, than South Africa's.
1: Well, they, they, it's mostly desert. I mean, we, we're a lot of it extends eighty percent, in, into the deep Sahara, and uh, there are parts of 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 that part of the world that are only really known to, you know, caravans of very ancient tribes who've managed to find a way to traverse those extremely hostile parts of the world. But Algeria is interesting. I mean, if we go further back, obviously a French colony. Uh, for a very long time and algeria is one of the major exporters of people from africa into europe which is often a cause for a uh, huge domestic uh, strife in france what is the relationship between france and algeria like right now
0: you want to picture in sh- in a short sentence the relationship between <laughs> algeria and france is like the relationship between the Afrikaners and the british
1: oh not good you
0: know, if you not good Okay. I, my 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 bodyguard in in Algeria, I had uh, three of them until I told my liaison officer that he couldn't liaise his way out of a wet paper bag. Uh, he confessed that he was not a liaison officer but in fact my fourth bodyguard. Wow. Well, the the one of them, it was a particularly nice guy, but he was a judo nationalist natural colored judo guy wow. and he said we had a competition against the French. <laughs> and I thought and I taught the bastard a good lesson. You
1: know, <laughs> when, wow.
0: when you, when you, when you have an international competition, yeah, and I managed to beat him or you use some, some sort of language like that, but not in his case. I taught him a good lesson. But you know, if you, so when you go to, to Paris, the taxi driver will invariably be Algerian. Uh, when you have the, uh, your car, baggage carried upstairs, um you know, I, I always travel with three or four, uh, ship container trunks. You know, you never know how, what you're going to have to wear. <laughs> Not wanted on voyage. I still use those stickers. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the person carrying those up will be Algerian. Just as if you go to London, yeah. uh, you know, the person who carries your baggage upstairs will talk like he's from Boxburg because he will have been. He will have been. Huh? Uh, so, you know, there's, There's that kind of uh, hatred relationship, but they but they go there. They go there because they believe it's uh, that is where they should go if they ever hope to attain any kind of success. It's it's a very strange uh,
1: relationship they have. What uh, what we um... we saw? Yes, sorry.
0: No, no. uh, You know, we saw uh, a week ago uh, um, Emmanuel Macron uh, lamenting the death of hundreds of Algerians. Uh, drowned, uh, thrown into the sand, their bodies thrown into the sand, killed by police Oof. when they protested against, uh, a curfew that was made by the, by the French against Algerians in France right. only. And so they protested against this. The French killed them. Now, you know, so they had, oh look, God. they had more than a hundred years of colonialism and the French would have done anything. They would have given up the rest of their African colonies to get to maintain or to retain Algeria. But they fought the civil war in the fifties and uh, this war of liberation in the fifties and sixties. The Algerians maintain a million people died or more than a million. Sure. Their monument says not a single Algerian family was untouched. The French, uh, still uh, equivocate on this and say, no, no, there was about maybe 400,000 died, hmm. but it was the bitterest, bitterest liberation war. And, uh, and they're still trying to get over that, you know. So, so Macron is making moves to get better relations with France. Uh, but uh, Algeria is a country. You know, they say that if an Algerian falls into a hole, his re- re- response is to keep digging. They are really, really the most stubborn. Uh, uh, you know, I love going to Algeria, but I lose my temper completely every really? time i go there because <laughs> they picked up that kind of authoritarianism that the french must have taught them yes and uh, and and they, they you can't believe how uh, they be, you know they they are so authoritarian the, the president says this it will happen so what it's not unlike morocco too quick but, questions. you know and the other thing yes uh, just first of all the, the Sorry.
1: La- languages they speak they're arabic and french i suppose
0: Yes, uh, and Berber, of course. Berber. You read my mail. Uh, the the thing about it, I, I speak French and very little Arabic. And there were my uh, bodyguards saying, okay, we're going to take the guy to the Ministry of the Interior now. Mm. I'd say, I don't want to go to the Ministry of the Interior. You take me there every day this week. <laughs> I want to go to the security authorities. Then they look at me with mouths agape. But oh, you wow. said you didn't speak Arabic. Yeah. And I said, "Well, I don't speak Arabic, but you guys are actually speaking French. You know that." <laughs> and so, so they a very Bostonized form of Arabic. Wow! And then they thought I was a spy or something. You know, it was very strange. And, but and- that—that's that, it. I was just—I was telling you about the thing with uh, Morocco. They pump uh, gas to Spain. Spain's relies very heavily on Algeria gas for heating and so on this time of year, mm-hmm. and they pump it through an underground pipeline through Morocco. Morocco paid royalties for this, and those royalties paid for ten percent of morocco 's energy generation. Well, because of this cutting off uh, diplomatic ties, blocking airspace to Moroccan airlines, uh, France has said we 're not going to use that pipeline anymore, and they are using an undersea pipeline to oh. El- to Spain, which is a bit uh, it's, it has a lower capacity, so they're going to have to get the goods to Spain. By maybe shipping it or otherwise, but that's the way the Algerians work. Uh, Abdel uh, Majid uh, Taboun has said enough. You know, if we're going to not do, and they, he instructed the um, Sonatrach, which is the uh, oil company, stop any dealings hmm. at all with uh, with Morocco. So that's the way they work. You know, uh, the, the thing about it is they see themselves. Uh, th- they had in the 90s, and I was there for that. effectively a civil war they hate us calling it that but it was yeah and they cancelled an election that was going to be won by the uh effectively by the jihadis which would have been the last election the country had they cancelled it and uh you see that the thing is getting independence in the early 60s there was huge huge corruption and the people became desperately uh, uh, disenchanted with the government. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, the, the another thing they did was send many many uh, young men to fight uh, in uh, uh, against the, the uh, against the Russians in Afghanistan. Yes. And these men returned, and they had obviously then been radicalized. And, uh, the, the jihadis, the uh, Islamists realized that here was, you know, one of the, Big oil producers in the in the in the in the world we're going to we're going to capitalize on this, and they began this process. And you know they would say to uh, Algerians, "You're battling, you're battling economically." Well, you know why that is? It's because you've let your wife go to work, which is not you know which is kafir. Uh, you can't wow. have that, and and uh, and that sort of in, indoctrination occurred. So the jihadis then looked like they were going to win this election. The Government stepped in, and uh, there began a civil war. And uh, you know, as I say, I was there for that. Again, very bitter, very, very Mm. bitter, very, very dangerous. Uh, When finally they returned, they they resumed control. Abdelaziz Bouteflika took power and he held power for just over 10 years. He tried to retain it. They got rid of him. Mm. and uh, But then they wanted a proper change, you know, not just some other general stepping in. They want a proper change of government. And they took to the streets again and again and again and the authorities stayed their hand. They didn't uh, because one would have expected a very very brutal crackdown on it. Yeah. But uh, they didn't. The elections came to the demonstrators in the demonstrators' view, too soon for the for any kind of uh, real changes to occur, and Tebboune came in then at the end, the very end of 2019. So, so he's now handling it. But the demonstrations have uh, uh, resumed, and 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 they are being treated with increasing uh, toughness. But you know, while Morocco and Algeria are at daggers drawn as they are, this whole area called the Maghreb. Which Mm -hmm. takes in, um, takes in the Western Sahara, takes in Mauritania. The Maghreb is the opposite of the, of Mpumalanga. It's where the sun sets. Right. And, um, you know, the Maghreb is really important. It's just south of, of Europe, uh, just across the Mediterranean. And if the Maghreb could speak in a single voice, they would have real leverage on dealings with Europe and they would get better deals for their products. But they are seriously split in this way. So the Maghreb African Union is split because the two major members, Morocco and Algeria, won't play. And and that's a great dis, a disappointment and a tragedy, in fact, for North Africa. So one hopes that, you know, they can get a deal on the Western Sahara that Morocco will finally keep its promise for an independence uh, uh referendum a referendum on self-governance they promised to do that that's why the war there stopped in 1991 uh and and that morocco and algeria can start to work together to make the maghreb african the maghreb uh, a powerhouse
1: it sounds like a horrible situation that these two countries hate each other and that they're both so important in that part of the world Is, is there any reason that a south african tourist might want to go to algeria i mean is there anything to see there as a As a tourist, is it the sort of place that welcomes tourists? I mean, we've heard about worse places like Mauritania and Mali, who've uh, often got tourists there. I mean, it's remarkable. Is there something to see in Algeria?
0: Well, Algiers is a very, very impressive capital. But, you know, you get the sense that it sort of needs a lick of paint. They don't have, and and, uh, the beaches, uh, uh, they have lovely beaches, but there's no real tourism. It's like Libya, you know. There's Mm. no tourism there. Um, uh, you know, and they don't have. I mean, they don't have. Uh, you know, Morocco, of course, has a lot of tourism, but you know, you, people might say cynically that Morocco has uh, dacha. It's the biggest export: oranges and uh, prostitutes. Those are the big three. Oh, okay. Algeria do- doesn't do much of that. Um, they would give Morocco a run for its money, tourist-wise, if they could settle their security issues. And the economic issues they need uh to uh, they are um, uh, unfortunately uh, in a situation where they 've got to fix their economy and 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 then there would be a lot a great deal uh, um, uh, a great deal to offer tourists. You do get some French tourists going over, but there is this—you know—again, there's this latent bitterness that dates back to the Liberation War. My mother, being French, when I first went to Algeria, said, "Why? Why would you go there?" And I said, "Well, it's a very interesting story." And she said, well, you know." And uh, when when uh, you know my, g- greeting my uncles in France when they'd say, "Oh, don't uh, don't park your car over there," why not? Well, because that's the casbah you know it's oh, that's yeah, where you, right. all the algerians yes. live and it's not so so there's that the sort of things that we get upset to say in this country about nigerians you know mm-hmm. that all of them are are uh, <laughs> unsafe at any speed right. uh, now the the french believe that about the algerians uh, that, that, that there's a real effort to change that but uh, the algerians don't help that either <laughs> you know And then of course <laughs> they then all go home in the summertime and then come back uh, uh, recharged, you know, with the sort of national fervor and and uh, and this kind of resentment, not to say hatred, against France.
1: Well, I'm sorry to say that's all we've got time for, but this is a very interesting uh, exposition of the, 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 the way that uh, many of us might have, have preconceived notions of Algeria, uh, somewhat dashed by you this morning, uh, JJ. I'm always pleased to hear your insights into these places, and as you say, the biggest country in Africa... Uh, one that is at the exact opposite end of the continent to us and is so very different to us. But at the same time, uh, you know, we we need to figure out that whole Maghreb region so that we can understand the rest of the continent better because without knowing that, we don't know much about the dynamics of of what's going on around us. And uh, are there any Algerian – I mean, do do we have a presence of Algerians in South Africa?
0: Well, we have an embassy that is very active, uh, but culturally and so on, uh, you know, the, the music and the, that, that sort of rice music is, uh, 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 the kind of the rock and roll, uh, Arabic type music is really, really, really fun to listen to. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it hasn't taken a hold here, but I'd like to, I'd like to see that happen, but uh, I think it would go down very well if we could maybe an opportunity for somebody, uh, to, to exploit that.
1: It's brilliant. Thank you for letting us know about Algeria. Very, Always very a pleasure. There's Jean-Jacques Cornish, and this of course is brought to you by the Johannesburg Business School. Um and I'm I'm just going to say that I really appreciate the fact that the Johannesburg Business School is interested enough to give us the opportunity to access Jean-Jacques Cornish. Oh, well done. There's your thumb. There's your there you voted. Good good work, uh, JJ. Show us again. There it is. Alright, right. Everybody is showing off their thumbs today. It's great. So Jean-Jacques Cornish brought to you by the Johannesburg Business School. You can catch African Analysis every second week right here on cliffcentral.com.